Hey everybody. Hi. We're back here with the Freshly Baked Crackers podcast. Uh, episode 39. We're going to be talking with uh, a guest today, our good friend, Stabface. He's a psychopath in the best way possible. Yes, and we're going to be talking about Daredevil and nerdy stuff and all things life. We're actually recording this intro after the episode, so the episode is really interesting because we get together to talk about Daredevil season one and two, and we do, Yeah, and then it just kind of devolves into just a talk. A really good conversation. Yeah, yeah. and it, I thought I think it's a really cool episode. I agree. So I enjoyed myself. This episode is brought to you by Motherfucking Wolf Tracks T-Shirts and Designs. Yes, at 910-538-2474, you too can talk to our recent guest, Steve Likens, in you the too, flesh. You too can call up this number and talk to Steven Likens. <laughs> So Bono. Yes. <laughs> Please communicate with Steve Likens for your t-shirts, koozies, hats, stickers, whatever. If you got art, stickers. you want we to get, get art, we're going to do some stickers. Yeah. Yeah. You want your art done or you want art you've already got on something? Talk to Steve Likens. Yes. That motherfucker does it all. Yes. Posters. Yes. Banners. Yes. Farts. Yes. Whatever. Yes. Fuck yes. Uh, and that's at 910-538-2474 or look them up at Wolf Tracks t-shirts on Facebook or listen to our last episode and uh, listen because he's on it and he's a very fucking cool and interesting yeah. dude also we have so, a really good talk with him and stuff Yeah, even more reason to do business with a guy if, you, if you, this is the kind of business that you need done because he's not just a person who does very good work he's also a fucking super cool guy he's so, a personable uh, fella yeah so you know anything also that keeps money out of some fucking corporate places hands too yeah. and gets it more into like a local family business even if it's not local to you it's local to your country and the money stays in your fucking country yes so do business with Steve please he's fucking awesome yeah, so holler is. at him and pretty soon when our online store launches you're gonna see a bunch of different cool shit that you can get through them or use their artwork to do so yeah. check out Wolf Tracks t-shirts and designs also on Facebook yeah it's gonna rule and that's about it for the intro so um, without further ado here we go Episode uh, 39. 39. Fuck, we're getting up there, man. This is awesome. Yeah, we are. Uh, Episode 39. Here we are with Stabface. Here's the soup. You're listening to the Freshly Baked Crackers podcast. Freshly Baked Crackers. With your hosts, Josh Guster and Ian Maxwell. Here is the soup. <laughs> Intergalactic Tuco. This is the Freshly Baked Crackers Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is the Freshly Baked Crackers Podcast. I am Josh. And I'm Ian. And we are here to talk to you again. This is episode 39. Oof. Um... We're getting to cougar age. Yeah, we are. At this point in episodes. We're getting upper 30. When we, when we get to like 44 or something like that, then we start looking at podcasts that have like 21 episodes. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Pray on them. Pray on them. <laughs> uh, so thank you guys for tuning in yeah. yet again. Uh, we hope you guys liked our uh, talk with Steve Likens from Wolf Tracks T-Shirts and Designs from last week. That was fun times. Um, and... Uh, I've been a little busy. We only gave one thing away, but starting tonight, we're going to give a fuckload of shirts away on the Ooh. Facebook page. So when you hear this, it'll actually be like starting the day yesterday. <laughs> starting yesterday, we're going <laughs> to fucking gonna be give stuff a bunch out. of shit away. Um, but anyway, so we are back again, and this week we have a guest. Yeah. Oh, we have a guest. <laughs> um, and we're going to talk about 
this second season of Daredevil. I always fucking want to say Deadpool because I want Netflix to do a Deadpool show too. (laughs) Yeah, that would be great. Uh, But we're going to talk about this second season of Daredevil, among other things. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, today via Skype, our good friend, Stabface. Welcome to the podcast, Stabface. Stabface's actual name is George Nicola, by the way. Okay, first of all, Nicola. Nicola, my fault. Oh, man. I went the Dracula route. (laughs) Which makes sense because I'm Romanian. Oh yeah. Oh. And you're and you're also stab face. But anyway. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm waiting for the applause to die down. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, of course. Give it a second. Let's give it a second. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Too many guests don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, Too many guests don't let it fizzle. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. We're doing great. How are you, man? I am pretty fucking awesome. I gotta tell you. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Pretty good to be me. Right on. Good to hear, yeah. I don't. That, that's a good answer. Yeah, I like that. That's a that's some fucking Deep. some real shit. Yeah. Um, well, hey, I put it down, man. It's, it's all on the table. All right. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what we want. We like that. Um, but George, uh, Mister Stabface here himself is a friend of ours through uh, online acquaintancing. Like mm-hmm. like several people have come on here. Yes. And. Uh, He's a motherfucking maniac to begin with, which we always appreciate in person. Yeah, definitely. It's a good uh, good character trait to have. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. And he is very knowledgeable in all the things that we find cool. Yes. So he's here to talk to us today about some fucking cool shit. So uh, season two of Daredevil. Yeah. Um, Now, you you like went through season one and two like right away recently, right? I got to tell you, I, I went through season one. And um, I got to about the 11th episode, real close to the end. And it turns out that my daughter, my four-year-old daughter, Georgia, um, she was watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on the laptop. And she was also eating a popsicle. Oh, no. Uh-huh. See? Yeah. So, yeah. So she ended up getting some shit on the keyboard that affected the delete button. So at random times, my laptop will just start deleting shit for no reason. Oh, nice. Yeah. So <laughs> I lost a couple episodes at the end of season one. And then the same problem sort of messed up my ability to watch season two. Okay. So I got the bullet points. You see what I did there? Bullet points. Yes. Right. yes. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. Very well I got done. Like it. Points from my uh, very good friend, Crystalline, who watched all of it like in the last day and a half or whatever. Okay. She gave me the, the pertinent information, and then I she walked me through most of the Punisher scenes in that season. Okay. So my general knowledge of the storyline from the comics combined with what I've already seen, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure we can have a good conversation about that. All right. Sweet. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, as someone who just got into the Daredevil show, like what uh, what are your thoughts in general about it, dude? Oh, okay. Um, I got to say, I the way they did it, um, the 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 story points that they took from the comics and sort of expanded on, I think was fucking brilliant. The yeah. way that they and the fact that when you walk into the first episode. It's not necessarily an origin story where you got to watch the whole fucking thing to get to where he is Daredevil. He's already Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's already fucking shit up. You know what I mean? And they 
you know, cut back with the, uh, the flashbacks to his dad to sort of, but I like that they picked up, they were, they hit the ground run and, and just went with it. Totally. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. 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 Totally. Um, I, I like that he is, he's, it's going, but he also isn't completely realized as a, as a hero yeah. yet too, which right. is, he's which not, is a cool, like it's not an origin story. It's like a middle yeah. of the fucking road sort kind of. of story, which I'd fucking dig because like, that that's the thing that that's a part that usually gets swept over. Yeah, like in most stories, there he's a fucking high school student, and then one thing happens, and he's a fully realized Spider-Man. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. like, there's yeah, not, right. yeah. there's there's the one there's one scene where he falls down a couple times trying to be Spider-Man. Besides that, it's just like he fucking took to it real quick. This and this look, one, look Daredevil, how awesome he made out of nowhere. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> He can all of a sudden, like, there's no explanation as to why he can spin such good webs just because he has the ability to spin webs. I can piss. That doesn't, that doesn't mean I can piss a Rembrandt in the fucking snow, you know, just because I, I have a penis and can fucking piss. That's true. Um, exactly. But Daredevil exactly. gets the shit kicked out of him a lot in the first lot, season, you yeah. know? And like, I like that because you would need to. You have to get the shit kicked out of you to become tough. Right. <laughs> there's only one exactly. way to be tough and that's to get beat the fuck up a lot you don't just like, wake up right. one day and just like I can beat up everybody I'm tough that doesn't happen yeah, no. that doesn't happen no at all and I think that one of my favorite parts about season one was the development of uh, Kingpin's character or yeah. Wilson oh, yeah. Fisk you know. dude that episode they had where it showed like you know his childhood and all that and like yeah. him bashing his dad in the head with a hammer it what he wasn't like that in the comics that i recall like there was no he was just a big fucking cartoony character that yeah. had no sort of rhyme or reason he just did what he did yeah yeah and i liked the show kind of gave you a backstory to show you how he was and how they made him sort of vulnerable like you know what i mean you almost sympathize with him at a certain point yeah he sure. humanizes him for sure yeah you know, I, I think yeah. I think D'Onofrio should have gotten some sort of nomination or something for it. Yeah, oh, other other Netflix stuff gets him. nominated for things. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's incredible yeah. in it. He was. He totally just the tone of his voice and the, you know what I mean, the, the looks that he gives. He's very yeah. subtle about the way he plays it, and he's not always just a, a big bad guy. Yeah, you know, and I think showed that's... him stuff that you you could you know what i mean you could sympathize with the why he was doing what he was doing but totally. he's still a prick totally yeah. totally <laughs> you know yeah. it, it kind of lines reminds me a little bit of uh, the the whole idea behind the killing joke of like with enough fucked up things someone can become a monster yeah kind of thing you right. know like yeah. like uh, before like, you fucking totally said. judge wilson fisk why don't we see about yeah. this fucked up household he grew right. up in where he had to fucking right. murder his dad it got so bad like, yeah yeah. Probably gonna form a fucking kingpin kind Something. of guy. <laughs> yeah, and he still has yeah, the capacity to love happen. too. You know that's interesting. Oh sure, what he'll do for Vanessa or whatever. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. He's and I like to see that relationship unfold. Like mm -hmm. at first, I thought because of the shit he was having with the with the Russians mm -hmm. when he met her at the at the art gallery, I thought he was like she was related to them somehow, and he was trying mm. to get her as leverage over them. Right. If I can that, see it, that, yeah. And and then it turned out not to be anything like that. And I was like, wow, this dude's kind of, he's actually feeling something for this girl. Yeah. yeah. Which comes into play in season two of Daredevil yeah. a little bit, too. He, I love that I didn't think he was going to show up. I didn't either. In the second season. And when he shows up in prison there and starts fucking. Plays a pretty good role for Frank episodes. and everything. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
I, I just got done watching the, uh, like I said, my, my very good friend, Crystalline showed me the, the, you know, the meat and potatoes right. of the Punisher stuff. And part of it was his interaction with Fisk in prison. And then, you know, him going to kill William Forsyth, right. Whatever his character was. And then him fucking murdering all 20 dudes. dudes yeah. Oh my God. Such a I good scene. Oh, I was, I was like punching my fist together and jumping off my seat. I was like, yes, that's the Frank Castle that I love. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Bernthal nailed oh, he's it. He's so good. The voice and everything. He's without a doubt the definitive Punisher. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, well, Dolph Lundgren. Didn't Dolph Lundgren play him? <laughs> totally played him. Dolph Lundgren played him. He needs to make a cameo on Daredevil as something. Just as a, just, and Frank needs to kill him. Yes, yeah. I think that would be great. Yeah, uh, but I, li- I like that just the way they did. Like in which you don't, you didn't totally see this, but in the first season of Daredevil, you don't see him as full on Daredevil until the end of right. the just, end of the season. The yeah, and, the very yeah. like last five minutes yeah. of the whole show. That's about it. He's in right. a he Daredevil it. costume, which they did this season That's too. That's what with they the did with Frank at the too. very end of the season. Oh, He's yeah. got the fucking yeah. skull on. Yeah. Oh yeah, at the very he end of the season. Skull. Yes, yes, yes. He, take, he yeah. takes out some ninjas real quick uh, for uh, Daredevil so he can finish off Nobu and, and yeah. yeah, he's wearing the skull as okay. he turns around. It's cool as shit. Oh, it's awesome. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so awesome. Oh man, Bernthal, they're just like... I love this dude. This dude can do no wrong oh. at this point. You know what? When when I first uh, heard the casting that he was going to play Punisher, immediately it clicked in my brain and was like, "Oh my god, he's going to be a perfect fucking Punisher!" Like yeah. his his character arc in The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. With a few, a few things aside, it, it sort of parallels Frank Castle. If you sure. think about it, you know what I mean. So, and then. Um, right after he, he got cast, uh, one of the local channels around here replays The Walking Dead, and it was right in the middle of his arc where they were at the farm. He started to lose his shit. Right. And every episode I watched, I was like, "Oh my god, he's going to make such a great Punisher!" <laughs> yeah. Like this, he's going to be fucking perfect. And then I watched it, and I was like, "Yes, I was right." Yeah, he's fucking nailing it. Yeah. And Netflix and Marvel together are just they nailing really know it what in they're general. doing. Yeah. 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 I uh, I will say I'm surprised with the Frank that they went with though. I was kind of expecting them to do the uh, the not crooked cop amongst a bunch of crooked cops yeah. thing that they did uh, because but of I how think, that I whole thing it, was handled with Fisk. I think but, it's a little bit more uh, current. Yeah, you know, and uh, it was yeah. It makes a little more sense. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. It just kind of was. It was a nice surprise too, because I wasn't like prepared for. It's like, oh, this is fucking. As two dudes from St. Louis, the idea of fucking a bunch of dirty cops kind of is familiar nowadays these days too. But uh, that's what they they should have done. They should have not done the military angle. They should have done ex Ferguson cop. (laughs) (laughs) Wolf. It would have been a way different show. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it would totally would have changed the whole tone. But I really dug through the second season. Uh, first of all, Karen is the hottest fucking chick on TV, possibly. <laughs> Sexy ginger, milk skin woman. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, but second season, like the, the way she's drawn to the Punisher and doesn't. She, like, she pretty early on sees that this dude's got his head in the right. He's doing this for the right reasons. Yeah. They might not necessarily agree with what he's doing, but 
the fact that he is doing it for his reasons, like she kind of gets it early on. I really dig that. Yeah. I dig that they don't make her a side character. Yeah, I, I kind of liked her her overarching thing with working for the paper and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of wished that we still had Ben in there for that role because that would have been cool. Ben was a major character in Daredevil series. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I did like how the editor kind of got to fill this like sure. mentor role and things. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, her yeah. her story arc was really neat actually. Um. I, I thought in the beginning of the season, whenever fucking Frank shoots Daredevil in the head, I thought that was going to fucking last way longer. I was like, oh, fuck. He's yeah. going to be like not Daredevil. When for he kept like losing his this. hearing and stuff. Yeah. It only happened like twice. Yeah. So um, the other big thing is Electra. Yeah. And the hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's part that I, I haven't really got to yet. But I know enough about the, like I said, the, the story in the comics. And sure. Mm-hmm. It's interesting the whole the hand is collecting all this blood, yeah, to bring people right. back from the dead, and yeah, yeah. and uh, we're gonna this obviously everyone that's listening just like everything else when we talk about stuff this is <laughs> gonna have spoilers. spoilers in it so even for you stab faces no. has some spoilers in it since you haven't seen oh. the end of it or anything but uh, you I, probably read it though honestly, I I love spoilers like I'll go on I do too me too Walking Dead I'll go on and and look in Facebook comments. And just read what people say and sort of get a consensus of what happens from that. Like, I don't, I don't care. People get pissed about spoilers. I'm like, dude, then don't fucking internet for a right. couple right. days, man. Yeah. Oh, I always love it when I, someone that just like, first of all, <laughs> some people need to understand the rule. A lot of them showed up later on in the internet. Right. The internet rules have already yeah. been established. <laughs> One of them is you yeah, can't right. tell the internet to do something. Right. <laughs> Like getting on and being no. like, hey, everybody, no. I haven't seen Walking Dead yet. Don't spoil it for me. Immediately, I'm just like, everyone spoil it for this fucking idiot. It is not our responsibility for you. Yes, yeah. Now I'm going to spoil it on purpose. <laughs> I had things to do today, but I'm going to take time now to, <laughs> to spoil, spoil this in great away. detail because you're a fucking moron. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah the, you know what I love, though? I'll get in. I'll, like, I'll, I'll, I'll go through... Uh, comment threads on on posts for like public shit like the walking dead or anything really and there's always that one motherfucker or a couple that'll comment and be like oh i don't like it anymore and i'm like like i'll comment back and be like cool story bro right (laughs) like you you don't you don't care but you just went out of your way to take time out of your day to make a fucking comment about it right like just just keep scrolling nobody cares if you like it or not yeah, you know, if if whatever show it is, if they kill insert character, I'm fucking done with this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my yes. god, shut yes. the, yes. the fuck yeah. up! No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> they need to die. That's what makes it awesome, yeah. right? I wholly agree with you, Joe. Joe Costa, smart motherfucker. <laughs> I completely agree with you on that point. Now I know I haven't seen it yet, but I know someone substantial died on Walking Dead this week. I have to wait for my wife to get home to watch mm. it today. So yeah, I haven't I read seen. A couple things. I'll, I'll I'll save you the trouble because I'm not 100 percent sure. It was sort of divided between a couple people that were talking some shit. Okay. Um, somebody died though. Um, yeah. How many episodes like, out oh, are we on this season? Um, I believe it just hit 13 or 14, and okay. we're going to 16. So it's, okay, it's so probably like four weeks, two or three. Yeah, done. okay. I'm yeah, just, I'm just like chomping at the bit to see the the Negan intro. Oh yeah, Negan, right? right? Uh, yeah, mm. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, oh. that's, he's. Oh, that's another one that, that, that much like 
Shane Bernthal or Shane Bernthal, John Bernthal <laughs> with the Punisher. When I heard that uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan was going to play Negan, I was like, yes, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I, I always love the casting that like, because, you know, as soon as these roles, we're the kind of guys, all three of us are the kind of guys that when they say, oh, the Punisher is going to be in second season of Daredevil, we're immediately like, well, who the fuck are they going to get for this? I, right. want, I would think this right. person yep. would be awesome. Yep. But I love Rollins. whenever I hear a yep. casting of something. And uh, I'm like, oh, of course, like like Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan. <laughs> right. I was like, of course, Jeffrey of course Dean Morgan as Negan. It was him That's the whole perfect. Time. <laughs> yeah, it, it made perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, it's it it happens. And as soon as I hear it, I'm like, yeah, that guy. That guy. Yeah, I always push uh, every. I always want Josh Holloway. That's who I want <laughs> For to be. Everything. I just want Sawyer from Lost <laughs> to play every role, especially Gambit. I don't. Yeah, I think God he should damn totally be Channing Gambit. Tatum. Why? Josh Holloway's well, no, just that, sitting that, at home that, being that magnificent. That got canceled. The Gambit movie's done. Full on really? done now. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've read from a couple different sources that they they put a they they shut down the Gambit movie, and they announced two more, um, unnamed Marvel properties that they're doing. And I'm pretty sure that they were referencing the uh, Deadpool two and yeah. X-Force. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh I man. Think not a hundred percent. I'm not. I know the internet's going to go crazy if I'm wrong about it, and I don't fucking care. But yeah, I'm just saying. I've heard from a couple different sources that they mixed the Channing Tatum Gambit movie, and they said they're going to put out two other Marvel movies, but they didn't name them. And I'm pretty sure it's it's Deadpool two and X Force. Yeah, I, I think I read something similar to that too, mm. which That's is great. Be cool. Which is yeah, exactly. That's what I. If they're going to be smart, they should try to build. If they're going to build a universe at Fox through their right. mute, through their mutant yeah. uh, world, you know they own everything mutant. Then they really right. should. I think they should build it around the fu- what what, happened, what the success of Deadpool. Yeah, fucking a. Deadpool is doing better yeah. than the X Men films. Yeah. So it, yeah, Val grossed them already. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, and it's R rated. Not everyone that can go see the X Men movies, even legally, can go see this <laughs> right. movie. And it's still doing better than those movies. Yeah, so exactly. Like, fucking go like. I'm like, already talking about Old Man Logan being R and stuff. Yeah. Like, be like yeah, Bruce Lee says. Already, you, yeah. Be like water. Go where there's the least resistance. <laughs> go be like water. Fucking. Be, I'm excited to see them announce some stuff like that. Like, yeah. I would love to see an X Force movie, an yeah. X Factor movie, a fucking uh, oh, anything in that whole world. Yeah. You know, like the side. Let's get Rob Leefield involved in some more shit. <laughs> He's already right? producing all that yeah. Netflix shit, though. That's true. Yeah, I yeah. forgot that Leefield is He's involved. He's actually in all involved. That. He's executive producer on Daredevil. Yeah. 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 It's crazy but if these know, dudes who are like, uh, you know, like underground, not only underground, but like you know, in the '90s and stuff like. Comic books weren't what they are today. Oh yeah, the, San Diego no. Comic Con wasn't the fucking event that it was now. No. It was a fucking. It was just people like us. It wasn't celebrities and shit. It <laughs> right. was just people like us exactly. going yeah. to it. And like to think Bunch that of fucking dorks. Yeah, and to think like, that I don't these... have this one, but I have that one. Right. Oh, they have issue forty three. <laughs> I am a successful Comic Con. It was a good year. Yeah. 
Um, and like these people who we looked up to, like Rob Leefield and stuff like that. Now these dudes are like major producers on fucking huge television shows that right. are like the most important entertainment that's going on right now. Oh yeah, I think that's fucking crazy. Well, it's because they uh, got smart and decided to fucking take Leefield's pin from him and just let him yeah. fucking talk about stuff. <laughs> At some point, it's like Rob, there's not muscles that like this Dude, on the human body. Have You're you ever muscles. seen a human foot? <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to be like, hey. Rob, you want to you want to look at an anatomy book? Because feet don't look like that. <laughs> that foot has sixty seven muscles in it. How is that possible, Rob? <laughs> Huge ones that look like a bicep on a normal human. Love it. Oh. <laughs> But man, he can draw Cable's face with all those fucking wrinkles in it, and, and every crease in fucking Cable's face he can draw perfectly, uh, though. Oh, and Cable, that and that that bullshit about fucking people going crazy about who's going to play Cable in the Deadpool scene. Right? Oh yeah. Uh, I it, it annoyed the fuck out of me because, like, first of all, there's that the dude from Avatar, right? Oh yeah, the fucking general dude. Yeah, too small. He's too yeah, small. definitely. Cable is a huge motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that little no, no, and then people were talking about Ron Perlman. I'm like, Ron Perlman's in his 60s, yeah, and he looks like half a fucking eight, right? He doesn't look <laughs> anything like Cable, right, right. at all. You know, and then people were talking about uh, Kevin Nash from from wrestling. Ugh. Oh, yeah, no, not that either. <laughs> let's find someone that can act. Henry Rollins, man. Right. Let's put let's <laughs> no. yeah, use some no. use some visual effects to make Rollins look a little bit bigger. <laughs> yeah. I always yeah, wanted Rollins for the Punisher too. Yeah, me too. I guess that I guess the dude that played Colossus, well, sort of played Colossus in Deadpool. He was wearing like fucking four inch lifts in his heels to make him oh, okay six, eight or, or he was marty cordis size okay heart okay. Uh, uh, height wise and heart wise <laughs> he had a big heart too <laughs> he was yeah oh totally yeah <laughs> marty just seems like that kind of dude that'll just he'll just talk you in the right direction man. yeah right he's <laughs> <laughs> a, a gentle giant a gentle frost giant I think we should just start referring to him as Colossus from now on. <laughs> Exclusively. He's just Colossus now. All right, let's make it stick. If it's just the three of us, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Somebody, we'll make it yeah. work. Anyone who, anyone listening to this from our extended internet family that knows uh, Marty Cordiff, who is a listener of the podcast <laughs> also, um, from now on, uh, Marty will forever be known. As Colossus. As Colossus. <laughs> as Colossus. <laughs> I certainly hope it sticks. Yes, <laughs> although uh, Marty, a short man to me, not a very, not a, not a gigantic guy. Um, at six eight, he is just nor everyone. Everyone else is just, normal just normal size to me. Yeah, <laughs> I just appreciate the fact that I can see the top of the fridge. Yeah. So, oh, I do not I'm, know I'm that life. Tall enough for that. Uh, yeah. This old uh, kitchen that I used to run where Ian and I worked together, I was the only person that would clean the top of the pizza oven because <laughs> no one else could see it. Nope. Nobody else could see it. Right, yeah. yeah. And, and hey, think about it, Ian. You jump on Joe Caustic's back and you could see over the fridge. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I always have an ability, yeah. 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 You know, so this is a really strange <laughs> thing to mention so about Daredevil, but one, one thing that happened this season that I really like is I like the reality of the fighting like right. people really get yeah. beat up. Yeah. People really, and things that really can't happen in a fight don't happen. And specifically, 
at one point, Electra is fighting this dude in like that airplane hangar, mm, mm-hmm. and she slides over that fucking like the wing and like wraps her legs around the dude, and, like almost like hurricanes him, and like right. tries to take him to the ground, but he just stops her and just <laughs> changes it and slams her back down on the thing. And I'm like, yeah, because she doesn't weigh enough to pull that dude down. Right. I don't care. Right. She doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wouldn't be able to do it. And like for some reason, I was just like. I really yeah. fucking appreciate that, Marvel. <laughs> Thanks, guys. appreciate the realism. Well, like, I loved uh, Fisk beating on Castle in fucking prison. Yeah. Like, that was such a cool, yeah. like, because he's just using that brute force, and we saw him just lift, like, 500 fucking pounds. So yeah. we're really seeing him as kingpin. Yeah. Muscle kingpin, you know. Yeah. That was a really great scene. Oh, man, the scene whenever he dresses Murdoch down, too, and he tells him, whenever I get out of here, I'm going to fucking end you and Foggy. <laughs> oh, he yeah, slams his just... face against the table. Yeah. Oh, God, I love that shit. Oh, that's it's... the thing too about about Kingpin that I like that the way they're doing it is that they show the balance between him being sensitive and and cool and shit, and then he just gets fucking brutal and crushes people. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. He 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 beats the fight. He decapitated the dude with a fucking with a car door. door. Yeah, yeah, with a car door. Yeah. <laughs> you know how much effort that takes? A lot, a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah, and if you notice. Wasn't really huffing and puffing that much. No, strong motherfucker. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that too. Like, and even like in his in 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 his relationship, in his business, or even like when he's public at different things, you know, so like that. He is so very soft spoken, and exactly. and yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. as uh, as uh, they, you know, and as he says in Reservoir Dogs, he's a fucking professional. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like when everything, he's a fucking professional. And but whenever time comes for something to happen, you see that he's a fucking monster. Yep. And I exactly. fucking love that. I love it. That shit on like out of nowhere. I mean, other times he's and the subtlety, like I said earlier, Vincent D'Onofrio with him, the way he plays it, he's very nuanced in, in his you know what i mean how yeah sensitivity comes through and then at a certain point the anger comes through and you see him sort of shift into that i'm gonna fuck your face up mode mm-hmm. and then immediately he turns right back to being that soft-spoken reasonable dude that's you know what i mean yeah businessman it's very yeah. very smart like the way he played it i haven't been a big vincent d'onofrio fan but he Definitely swayed my opinion about him as an actor. Yeah, watching that, that progression. What are your what are what, what are your movies of Vincent D'Onofrio that stand out for you? Um, for me, it's like Full Metal Jacket, and, right? Of and and, uh, and the villain in Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget he said that. Good job in, in with that weird fucking Men in Black bullshit. That yeah, was, that was funny but uh the cell Give me sugar and water oh yeah and the cell <laughs> the cell the fuck cell. yeah well played yeah that's that's one where i was like holy shit this dude can act and then he turned into a cartoon of himself when he was on fucking law and order or whatever yeah yeah, yeah he, he just and and from what I've, I've read uh all reports from the set was that he was a douchebag the whole time yeah, oh, wow. he had like breakdowns and shit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd, be, he'd freak out and refuse to shoot a scene and shit like that. But uh, he, this is on Daredevil or on Law and Order? Law and Order. Okay. Yeah, Law and Order. Yeah, yeah. Law and Order. It was Criminal but, uh, Intent. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, Criminal Intent. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's he's actually basically playing Shakespeare, not Shakespeare. God damn it, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. That's the whole bit. He's got like sort Asperger's of, yeah. or something. Is kind of right. what they're playing with. Yeah. 
And so yeah. he's like a master at detectiving, but <laughs> Asperger's. <laughs> but yeah, he was a total prick on the sh- on the set. I guess yeah, like he said, he'd lose yeah. his shit and yeah. Well, you know, genius and crazy. Yeah, fucking they live right across <laughs> the street from each other. It's true. <laughs> um, right. Be both. Yeah, man. The cell. Did, did, did either of you see the uh, the cell two? I saw the the DVD at a video store once, and I was like, "Nope, not at all." Like, I hate when that happens. When it's just like, "Well, this has nothing to do with the first one. No one in the that was involved with the first one is involved in right. this. We're gonna call it the Cell Two or S yeah. Darko or American or Psycho Two. American Dude, Psycho S-Darko Two pissed me off so bad. S Darko pissed me off so bad. <laughs> there was no reason for that to exist. No, not at all. None. No, but there's a studio that, since Richard Kelly wanted to get his movie made, they own the rights to his movie. So if they want to make sequel after sequel without him being involved, they can do they just they fucking want. get to do that, yep. which is great. That's like the idea of like, well, this art gallery bought your painting, so they can just paint shit and say, <laughs> with you, Mona Lisa 2, bitch. Exactly, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's, it's the, well, we have the rights to your shit now, so ha ha. Yeah. Like, Oof. Have you guys seen Mona Lisa 7? It's really cool. <laughs> they kind of turned it around in that one. Yeah, it's made out of fucking food stamps. It's a really weird one. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we, uh, can we take a second to talk about that Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor fight? Sure, sure. Ian doesn't that's, follow that's fighting very much, but we can we I can like when people sure. punch yeah. each other, though. He does like a fight. Like a lot. He's ginger. Oh, <laughs> and Irish. And that was a fight. Yeah. Yeah, really. I didn't watch it until the after the the replay, but uh, well, yeah, I didn't have the um, well. Uh, Joseph Alvarez, love you, Alvy. Um, he posted the the uh, the highlights of it. Okay, and I watched that, and then the next day I went and downloaded it um, illegally because fuck you, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I watched it, and then I watched it with the wife, and I got to say. For like the last week and a half, I've watched it probably three or four times a night on my wife's insistence. Oh my! Like she, like we'll be just be sitting there, and she'll be like, "Hey, you want to watch that fight again?" And I'm like, "This is why I married you." <laughs> I need to fucking watch this fight. Yeah, I, <laughs> Good I, God! I, yeah, I just watched yeah, it. Just out of note, and then we'll just keep watching it too. It's not even just uh, you know, like we watch it once and there we go, like. What's your all-time favorite fight? UFC specifically. Shit. UFC specifically UFC. UFC. All right. Um, I'd say Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner. Okay, that's respectful. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I, I Those dudes went at it. They went at it hard. But I will say that the Diaz McGregor fight is a very, very, very close second. Like. Uh, I've been watching Nate Diaz since he was on The Ultimate Fighter. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Years. Years. Yeah. And uh, I've been a fan since. And before that fight, uh, Vanderlei Silva was my all-time favorite. Just period. Right. Vanderlei Silva is my favorite ever. But after watching that fight so many times, I think Nate Diaz might have edged him out a little bit. Oof. Yeah, See, my, my my favorite all time fight is probably 
BJ Penn versus Joe Daddy Stevenson with the blood mask. I've seen that. Oh, one. that was badass. Yeah, that was badass. For some reason, I've watched that fight with so many people, or so many times that I pulled up the UFC up and like, did you ever see the fucking blood mask? Because <laughs> this is a really good it's one. Let me, show, let me show you what a grazing elbow can do to a fight. Oh, God, yeah. That's a fucking uh, a classic one, though. I fucking that. I used to. My old roommate was a uh, was a fighter. And it was like we were at that point. I was so deep into shit that we would like wake up at four in the morning to watch dream events like live from Japan and like, <laughs> right? Oh right. fuck! But he had these old videos of uh, Vanderlei Silva. Have you seen all like the bare knuckle fights of his in Brazil I've and shit? Seen, yeah, ballet judo fights in, in fuck. Brazil. Yeah, I've seen and every, every one of those fights. It fades out yeah. at the end, and it's just like like if he's fighting you, it's just like it fades out. Ian Maxwell retired from fighting after this fight. It's always like every single one of them, the dude's just like, done. done. I'm going to go work at Pizza Hut. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I thought fighting was cool, and then this dude kicked me, and now yeah. I'm done. Yeah, have you seen this guy? Look at his face. He obviously doesn't care about being hurt. <laughs> it's not fucking cool, man. This is this, everything that I thought was fun about fighting is over with. I'm done. Those are some of those brutal fights. Those and uh, the Insane Clown Posse Strangle Mania 1 and 2 Ooh. are my favorite fighting things yeah, of all time. Jace, the, the JCW thing, they have their own... No, the ones whenever they would just do commentary over other oh, wrestling. No, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking uh, Cactus Sack. Cactus Sack. <laughs> and his father, Prickly Balls. Drunk Terry Flunk. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch the fuck out of those videos. <laughs> oh well, I got something I need to torrent tonight now, so yeah. that's gonna be um, that's yeah. gonna be awesome. So uh, this week we got uh, Batman versus Superman. You looking forward to that, bro? Which bro are you talking about? I'm talking bro? about you. I'm sorry. I'm talking oh, about you. I, I talked to we, you all the fucking time. You're the this. you're the one that's enjoyable right now. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Joe, Joey, my boy. Joey, Joey, Joe. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I know a lot of people are hating on it and talking shit about Batfleck. Um, and the, the fact that people are like, oh, they gave away the whole fucking movie in, in their trailers. No, they fucking didn't. Seriously, it's going to be almost three hours. It's like right. two and a half hours. Yeah. Right? So from what I've read, again, I love spoilers. So if your fans are, are afraid of spoilers. Stop fucking listening. But right, right. I've read spoilers of, um, I'm going to stop you real quick. Uh, just for everyone that's listening. If you are a fan, if you're not a fan of spoilers, you should just stop listening in general. Yeah. Probably <laughs> just to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this is pretty much like a spoiler yeah, hour. We spoil everything. <laughs> so just probably this yeah. isn't for you anyway. Continue, sir. So anyways, um, I had a chicken sandwich that I just left out on the counter for like three days. And okay. It's Spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Botulism toxins. I read read something on one of those fucking entertainment websites that was uh, uh, reviews from people who had seen an early screening of Batman vs. Superman. Uh And it pretty much explained the whole story. Uh, I guess, you know, bats and soups are going to fight in the second act ish and then doomsday shows up well quote unquote doomsday shows up yeah right right because it's different than the the comics or whatever yeah 
and not then, an alien, a genetic experiment of some sort. Yeah, and then in the third act, I guess um, they all come together, and that's how we get. That's why it's Dawn of Justice because you know all the different characters come together. There's going to be Flash in there. Um, Cyborg's going to show up. They're they're trying to build it towards an Avenger type thing. Yeah, but they're trying to pack it into you know two and a half hours, whatever. Um, I'm excited to see it. But I'm apprehensive, except for the whole Batman versus Superman part of it. Like I think Ben Affleck is going to fucking knock it out of the park. So do I. I, agree. I believe, even though he was in the terrible Daredevil movie, it wasn't his fault. No, and I, no, no, I've been a fan of Affleck ever since fucking Dazing and Fuse, Kevin Smith movies days. Mm. You know what I mean? So right. like, yes. yeah, yeah, me too, yeah. Like the and, old days whenever Kevin Smith would be like, I think Affleck could play anything. If they redid the Titanic, he should play DiCaprio's role and the fucking iceberg. He should play everything. I know. And and uh, Kevin Smith even said at one point that uh, he think he thought that uh, Ben Affleck would make a great Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here we are. You yeah. know what I mean? Dude, it's... I'll it's, say that I think Affleck would have made a good Superman. Yeah. I think he's just a fucking leading man kind of dude. I think that he could have fucking tackled it. He just, I just say that because he has dark hair and a strong and jaw. Chin, he probably, yeah. yeah, that's, that's all, <laughs> he's got the, that's all he's it got takes the, for me for Superman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got the chin dimple. The little, I don't want to stick my finger in that. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. A little chin dimple, yeah. I'm really proud of you for going with finger. I was going to go way worse <laughs> than that. Oh, Turn I, your dick, I at least. Uh, <laughs> I like to use into I like to ease into things. You're like, I like to make people get filthy in their own minds <laughs> by suggesting things to them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let uh, you think about it. Like, uh, what, who's that? Louis C.K.'s bit about every time someone says the N word, you're just making me say it in my head whenever you say that, <laughs> you fucking asshole. Yeah. I feel the same way about people that censor themselves on Facebook. It drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. People that are, that are like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, instead of saying shit, I'm going to go S H. Random character team. Oh, thank you for saving me from my virgin eyes from looking at that profanity with yeah. that one character changed when I already know you meant to say shit. It's well, it's magic. See, it's a, yeah. it's an incantation. So if you change one of the symbols, it no longer holds power over anyone. Exactly. Yeah. Then yeah. Then then you're done. You don't have to worry about it. After that. What's real? I like you know, like the older you get, you just you. Especially if you've been a crazy person through most of your life. I don't mean a crazy person like necessarily insane asylum, but a crazy person just kind of lives life fucking hard. You know what I mean? Like if you just fucking pushed in, didn't say no to a lot of shit in your life. If you just went with stuff. (laughs) Right. And you met a lot of other people that were fucking psychopaths over your life. And it's really funny to see them on Facebook like totally settled, you know, and like. Like, there's this girl I know who, like, I've seen this girl fall down drunk and fucked up a million different ways in my life, and now she's very settled, and she, like, the other day she typed something and put L-M-B-O at the end of it. Like, you've censored yourself so much, you won't even write L-M-A-O, which is stupid, it means laughing my ass off. She put the B for butt, because the magic runs so deep that if you use an acronym with an ink with the letter changed, it's, it's also saves you. And at that point, I realized this is why if we should. This is why we shouldn't be on this planet. We yeah. should. We shouldn't have won. We shouldn't <laughs> we be the dominant species. <laughs> we, we fucking have. took I out. We won over lions and fucking alligators and shit, and we've used it for this. We're making digital salt circles around ourselves, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> dude. Dude, 
people exist in Australia and they don't get murdered by literally everything that lives there. That's yes. not human. <laughs> Except for drop bears. Like house, <laughs> house flies are like 400, 400 pounds. Just the house flies. They're as big as... <laughs> <laughs> they're huge. Everything's evil there and they're like fine. Yeah, they're all right. But no, here yeah, we have no to put worries. a B instead of an A and L-M-B-L. <laughs> why would you even... Uh, that? And that, that's, that's my whole point too. Like why... Why are you? Then just don't say it. Then just don't say it. Right. Yeah. Like if 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 you're if you're worried that a word you're going to use is going to offend somebody, which is fucking dumb to begin with. Yes. If you're worried about that, then just don't say it. Don't type it out, but put an asterisk where the I should be. Well, that's yeah. how they get a social justice badge. Yeah. How else are people going to notice that <laughs> they took yeah. that step? You oh, know? they're taking the high road. Right. Well, yeah. Well, you know what? Hearts. The high road takes forever. I'm trying to get there quicker, <laughs> and the low road fucking gets there a lot quicker. As far as getting your point across, <laughs> right. I'm taking the low road yeah. and getting my point across quicker. <laughs> it works. It's just like I've told right. Ian this before. I had a, a nephew of mine once was just like, why, why is it okay to say poop but not shit? <laughs> And I just looked at him. I was like, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I just don't say it at school. I don't know what to tell you. Just don't say it in front of this teacher. Because you're right. It doesn't make sense. These guys have made up weird rules about words, and I don't follow them either. So fuck them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So my kids, you know, when I say, because I swear around my kids, but I don't swear at my kids. Sure. And there is a huge difference. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I never, you know, I don't, you know, um, my mom sometimes will get frustrated and tell one of my kids to shut up, and I'm like, hey, don't fucking talk to my kids like that, right? You know? But by the same token, I won't swear at my kids. Yeah, I'll, I'll swear like a motherfucker if they're standing right there, and they know that what I say. Like I, I just said, I'm just like, hey, man, that, that's they're adult words. You know what I mean? Like you got to earn the right to say it. Yeah. You have to grow up a little bit. You right. Know? You just got but here. I, you got to be here yeah, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> You're brand new, man. Yeah. I, no, I got shoes older than you. You can't. <laughs> yeah. And 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 you know and, and they understand that honestly. Like I'm, you know, I don't obviously I'm not saying like, hey you little motherfucker nothing like that. That's ridiculous. Right. But. If I'm referencing someone else that's in the room, I'll be like, hey, you motherfucker. <laughs> and my kids are like, okay, well, that's daddy talking. So that's, he's a grown up. He can do that. It's important for kids to know what the fucking world is really yeah, like. Yeah. Instead of yes, like, exactly. Like, I know exactly. kids, you guys know people that we grew up with that fucking were completely sheltered. And, you know, like kids yeah. that like, and if you were the kind of kid who would be at school and be like, well, that's shitty or something yeah. like that. And they were like, oh my oh, God. God. Oh my God! He said shit. You know, like that kid at one point got out of his parents' house and went to college somewhere and was just like, "What the fuck is going on? The world is an insane place." Like, and those people either become like even more reserved or fuck that they go off the rails. And next thing you know, they're fucking. They got needles hanging out of every vein in their body. (laughs) Yep. Which I think, I mean, I, I just don't understand the whole idea of is preparing people for, like, for a long time, Ian and I worked, Ian still works at a major university, we worked mm-hmm. at a major university for a long time, and I understand a certain level of that they're paying, because it's a very, very good school, mm-hmm. and they pay a lot of money for food and food service there, and I understand at a certain point that our hospitality needs to be over the fucking wall, because that's what they're paying for, but also at a certain point, 
if a kid shows up an hour after food is over with and they want to know why there's not fucking pizza, that kid needs to be get ready for the fucking real world and understand that when Domino says 11, they mean fucking 11, bitch. Right. And you're not going to get a fucking pie at 11.15. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so right. today, right. the world's fucking slapped you with its dick. And you're going to have to deal with that. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like the motherfuckers that would call when I worked in restaurants or like pizza shops, especially. And then, you know, it's, what time do you guys close? 11 o'clock. Oh, it's, it's 10 57. Let me go ahead and put my order in. Right. Right. Oh, come on. Nick. Come oh. on. It happens to me three times a week. Yeah. You know, it's just like kitchen closes. I'm a, we're a breakfast and lunch place. So like Christian closes at three and there's those people right. who's like, Oh good. We made it. They don't close for three more minutes. Like I've been closing <laughs> since two yeah. fifteen. You right. fucking prick. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everybody like needs to work in a kitchen for like a year. Yes, everyone should work restaurant work for a little while yeah. so that they're nicer to the people that fucking that. serve yeah. them. I agree with that. Every, I think everybody should have some sort of a kitchen job for about a year. Sure. Just to, just to make it humble, man. Yeah. I think there's a lot of things that kids need to learn in school that they don't learn. That they, you know, like, at a certain point, like trigonometry should be put aside, and a kid should know how to roast a chicken or fix a flat tire. <laughs> right. You know what I mean, like, there's yeah. some shit that a kid needs to know how to do. Definitely. To take care of themselves. Luckily, my mom and dad like made me take this beginner's accounting class, and I fucking learned how to balance a goddamn checkbook. Nice. And shit that you need to know that more than you need to know about how you know the fucking how to dissect a frog yeah although dissecting yeah. a frog is one of the best parts it's of fucking smaller. school yeah dude are you really gonna kill frogs that much you're gonna have to know right. their anatomy <laughs> probably not probably who am i not. who am i huck finn what am I got the, <laughs> gonna be a frog gigging all fucking day like what the, <laughs> and later we're gonna teach you guys how to build a raft can anybody teach me how to fucking yeah. change the headlight on my car because that's something i'm gonna need <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, we don't. We're not. We're not much on preparing people for real life. We no. want to prepare them to be fucking worker drones. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's just that you go to go to work, punch in your time card, fucking do whatever you're gonna do, <coughs> and punch your time card out, and then go suffer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knowing that you're gonna have to do the same fucking thing tomorrow. Yep. Mm. Yeah, Fight Club, man. Fight Club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Ugh. Very much. That's. Did you guys see that um, Chuck Palahniuk um, made a sequel to Fight Club in comic book? Oh, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I haven't it read is. it yet. Ian's, it really Ian kind of went the way of reading all the Fight Club pre- uh, sequel comics, and I was reading all the Mad Max prequel comics. <laughs> yeah. I've been getting gotcha. them all uh, monthly on the Kindle. I just recently got... Thanks to this big bad yeah. motherfucker right yeah. here, but uh, I, I like it. Okay, it's interesting. I don't like it as much as I liked the book, but I think the artwork is cool. Or oh, the film, I, yeah. Honestly, how is he going to live up to the original book? Like that, it's not. You know I, mean? I mean, that's no. that's the thing. Like, it's hard to sequelize anything Chuck has done. I mean, he did the yeah. one. I guess he did the sequel to Damned, which I didn't really even care for Damned all that much. Honestly, it's okay. Right. Damned was all right. It was all right. It, it, it was it was no choke. Yeah, I'm waiting for Survivor. Yeah. Rant. Too. I loved Rant. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. you want to play the guy from Survivor. <laughs> I think that I think they need to make a Survivor movie, and I need to play the guy. I think I would be perfect, <laughs> and I will gladly roid myself the fuck out and tan for the second half of the fucking film. I've got no problem. That might be my favorite Polonic book. I fucking yeah. love Survivor for some reason. That one I really it's good. Just because I grew up in a Cretish death cult, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can totally uh, understand. 
It was it was like part nostalgia, part interesting story. No, but I I did grow up with a town like thirty minutes outside of my hometown that is like super Amish. Like it's all furniture companies, like you know, like like wood for and all stuff like that. And I used to, I we we sold trucks to them. My old my family business. So like I went up there and had to do do business with Amish guys and. Uh, the first time I went up there to meet with his Amish dude, I got there like eight in the morning. And the lady was like, "You're gonna have to come back. He's, you didn't get here early enough." And I was like, "What time do I need to be here?" She's like, "About five thirty or 6. Yeah. I was like, "All right." I got That's up there. The, yeah. the dude made me have, yeah. made me go to his house with him, which was behind the fucking factory. And his wife fucking made us breakfast. And we sat there and ate breakfast for like an hour. And then he's like, "Okay, if you want to go back over, we can go talk about business." And I was like, "Jesus, wow, this is old school as fuck." Yeah, right. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, there's no, there's a. I, I know all about the Amish, dude. Like, there's a um, in one of the suburbs outside of my city. There's a place literally called the Amish Marketplace. Okay, where they all come from around here. Like, we have a pretty solid Amish population on the outskirts, and those they have a whole fucking. It's like a mini mall type thing where they different families sell different shit. Hmm. And oh my god, donuts. Oh, oh yeah, I bet. I bet about everything they make there. Great donuts. They make fucking great. In that same town, there's like a giant barn turned restaurant. It's just a huge oh. Amish country fucking food buffet. Dude. And it's, oh, God, I want to die awesome. there. That's where I want to go. Like if, like, if they're like, he's got about a day and a half, I'd be like, let's get to that fucking barn. I'm eating mashed potatoes and gravy until I die. <laughs> Going out like a champion. Right on. Well, uh, so we know from the end of the, we'll get back a little bit to uh, what we were talking about, but we know from the end of it that we did, there is a Luke Cage trailer. Once mm-hmm. you finish the season of Daredevil, it, it auto plays a Luke Cage trailer. Yeah. So that looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the trailer doesn't show us anything that we didn't yeah. see in Jessica Jones. We know he's he got really strong skin. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I just I I like the idea, and I know that they're already talking about doing a Punisher standalone series too. So he's prob- more than likely after this, he's going to get his own show, which would rule, which is a dream come well, true. Yes, that that would be awesome. But I I read something where um, the guy that's the head of uh, Marvel's Netflix shit was right. like, yeah, probably not. We're not sure about the Punisher series yet. But yeah. I would assume after this after this season of Daredevil, it's probably going to get. It's probably going to be greenlit. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that I was thinking about when we were talking about earlier how Marvel said that they're not going to do any rated R movies, they don't fucking have yeah. to. This yeah. season was right. so brutal. Yeah, their Netflix shows are it's rated R. It's brutal as fuck. Like, and we Jessica see just Jones as much violence. sexual as fuck. Yeah, you know? yeah it's TVMA. I mean, yeah. it, I felt like, I mean, yeah, there's it's no tits and it doesn't say fuck, but there's about as much violence as Deadpool. I mean, we see through shot, gunshot holes. We see people get shot in the face. A dude gets straight decapitated. Well, like, I, I would argue right. that the violence in Daredevil being is more realistic and, yeah, and grittier and more with where the dare, Deadpool stuff is super comic-y, silly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like with that. Yeah. They Which don't need off. to make them. Yo, it's awesome. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, it's so, so great. I would, I would almost, I mean, I would say Dare, Deadpool is a contender for the greatest comic book film of all time. Oh, yeah. Just because That's how true to the source movie. material it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. only thing, the only, the only slight, tiny, little issue that I had, but it sort of made sense, was that they didn't have the multiple um, 
the voices in his head, like him talking to himself. Yeah. yeah. In the comics, that's the only, and even then, it made sense for the film for them to not do that, just from a narrative standpoint. Yeah. They could, you know, I mean, they could just let him, yeah, he's crazy, but he's, you can understand it. Like, if, if, uh, if they do the sequel, I could see them doing the the extra voices because you've already established that he is who he is. Sure, and, right. But I think it, it makes sense to do it one. that way. I think they should introduce it in the next one. That'd be really yeah. cool. Well, oh. I always liked the idea too of the constant decapitations is what has driven him insane. Yeah. Really, yeah. you yeah. know. So yeah. I, I love that idea a lot. Maybe pulling that out of their pocket would be cool. I think that would too. Yeah. yeah sure. I love that uh, they set the tone in that movie when they shoot him up the ass on yeah. the bridge. And like, at that point, like you, people even right the uninitiated know what's going on at that point, what they're in for. And I liked how they showed the the time lapse from when he he cut his hand off and then the baby hand. Yeah, because yeah. oh, so to my my recollection, they never really showed the process of his regeneration that much in the comics. They did a little bit, but. Usually he'd just put the thing back on and it would regrow, it, reattach. It just, yeah, yeah, it would stick. But he like swamp thinged that shit. Like he full on regrew a limb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He totally did. <laughs> it's fucking great. Does the hand grow another Deadpool? Oh, that'd be hilarious. That's, I want to know. That's another. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a whole other <laughs> film to fucking explore. I think. I think it's the. If I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong. Sorry, internet. I think it's as long as it's a part that's attached to his head, he can regenerate. Mm, okay. Okay. So I, I think as far as like if like if you cut his arm off and it just lays there, it's not going to grow a new Deadpool. Right. right. If you if you cut his head off, it'll grow the rest of his body. Like, we'll you know what I mean? Deadpool. Like, that's part of the. Yeah. Now, what if you did this? What if you cut his head off? Then, then cut, partitioned his neck off into two places, buried them both in soil, and grew <laughs> two separate bodies for one. We've done a lot of two-headed shit. How about two bodies with one head right. in Deadpool <laughs> trying to go in different directions? I mean, I, I, like I want to see that. Someone, whoever has money that. that would like to fund my fantastic film ideas, on, just Ryan get Reynolds. in touch with us. <laughs> Freshlybakedcrackers at gmail.com. We, uh, we look forward to hearing from you. I'll take 3%. Fair enough. Let's do it. Fair enough, guys. Right. We have four percent funding at this point. <laughs> I see, that seems fair. Yeah, that, that seems fair. We can do that. We're getting there. Awesome. Well, yeah. hopefully, you guys also have enjoyed uh, the first two seasons of Daredevil, and you guys. Uh, I, I mean, on our last episode, we said that if anybody, we we would just love people to talk <laughs> to us on our Facebook page. We had a guy who won a fucking T-shirt last week and won't even respond to <laughs> we, our fucking messages one. about it. So, um, who was it? Uh, a guy named Colin Schulte. No, Schulte. Yeah. No, not from not not someone that you know. So, um, okay. yeah, I don't know. So, but we're giving more away. But anyway, uh, George, thanks, Mister Stabface. Thank you for fucking calling in and talking to us today. Yeah. Uh, Joe Costick, it was my pleasure. Awesome. <laughs> I'm so glad. It totally was. And I, I would like to just take a second to uh, to say hi to Ryan Patrick. With his sexy ass and um, Hayes and Ashley and Marty again and Alvy again, I love you, Alvy, my sweet precious Alvy. I love him so much. <laughs> and all my all of our friends in the the ridiculous groups that we have, where we talk about eating candy and having marathons of dumb 
TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. All, all, all you guys, uh, I love you. And Joe Caustic, yes, Ian sir. Maxwell, <laughs> I love you both. And this was a great conversation. I'm, I'm glad you guys asked me to be on. Man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for hope, coming we on. hope you'll come back again for sure, man. Yeah. With, uh... I so too. That shit's going to happen. Hell awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds great. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for everything, brother. Yeah, of course, man. Um, for everybody listening, we will be back uh, next week. We will be doing a our Batman versus Superman episode. Yes. After that, we are going to be going to the recording studio uh, with St. Louis's local band, The Vigilettes. Yeah. Uh, they're going to play some clips for us. They're going to talk to us, and they're actually going to perform live on the podcast. Ooh. So that's going to be pretty fucking awesome. So, uh, and you know, you never know when you might fucking tune in an episode and Stab Face might be back. So. Yeah. Keep That's listening, right. everybody. Keep listening. We appreciate all of it. Yeah. Um, and again, thanks a lot, dude, for coming on. We will, uh, we will uh, be sending you your uh, fee. Your that we pay. We pay everyone that comes <laughs> on the I podcast. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want my money, man. Yep. Um, so do we. We would love to make money off this. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> At this point, it's just like, well, I have a budget every month that I that I spend on Facebook ads and a website. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, well, yeah, thanks a lot. Thank you, everyone, for listening. All joking aside, we appreciate our numbers like over the past year and a half. It's been a great ride. You know, we're, uh, we've been getting like 1,200, 1,300 people an episode, and that's for having no real promotion or anything. We really appreciate yeah. that. So, whoever's jumped on. So, and to show you that, we're going to give a fuckload of shirts away this week. So, <laughs> be watching on the Facebook page. Um, and, uh, yeah, fucking. We love you guys. So for Ian Maxwell, I am Josh Custer. And for Josh Custer, I'm Ian Maxwell. And we are here to say enjoy your boils. boils. (laughs) That was awful. You guys, (laughs) we we (laughs) fucked it up. All right, everybody. That was our talk with Stabface. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed that. He is a cool dude and a guy that we really like. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, so um, I don't know. We thought that it that the, we think that the, the calls ended abruptly, so we wanted to put yeah. an outro at the end of it. But now I feel like we said everything that we would already say in the outro. But we love you guys, and yeah. thanks for listening. And um, yeah, we listen in the future. We got a bunch of new stuff uh, happening. Uh, besides the stuff we just mentioned at the end of the episode, we are also going to go uh, be going to St. Louis Comic Con, mm-hmm. checking that out. Uh, we have a bunch of concerts we're going to be going to uh, next month and with uh, our buddy Andy. We just went to the Bone Thugs concert yeah, last night. Saw Bone Thugs and Harmony 20th anniversary of the Crossroads. Fucking pretty it awesome. Yeah. Oh, it was pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> it was a great show. It was pretty crazy because it, it was a whole, like it, it seemed like we were going to have a fucking bad, fucked up night. Yeah. Because we get there to the show and it says that Bone Thugs are going at 9.30 and I swear to God it said a 10.45 curfew. Right. Which is like an hour and 15 minutes. That's a hip hop show. Yeah. I understand that. They didn't come out till like 10, 15 and it wasn't even Bone Thugs. It was Mo Thugs, like <laughs> the side project thing. Right. And by the time they got done playing it was like 10.30 and I'm like, are we, we going to 15 15-minute minutes? Bone Thugs and Harmony concert? But they played to 11.45. Yeah. So we still got our an hour and 15 minutes. Wasn't a bad deal. Uh, pretty awesome, though. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed myself. Um, but then next month, we have, we're we going to be going to see the Yonder Mountain String Band and the Wood Brothers no. and possibly Lupe Fiasco. Mm-hmm. And um, we might have some free passes to some concerts to give away to oh, you guys. Oh, 
one of the, if you live in the St. Louis area, because if you were, <laughs> if, you're, if you're somebody like Stabface or some of the other people that we are friends with, then you're not going to fly all the way here to see the Wood Brothers, uh, probably. The tickets would make a great bookmark. Sure. Possibly. Yes. Uh, you know, something to clean your fingernails out with, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for a bunch of shirts. And uh, we'll have an online store popping up here in the next month or two. And that's going to have a bunch of shirts that you can buy and stuff whenever we're not giving them away. You yeah. can actually have... Uh, have some of your own schwag. Some bleach. Yeah, and there'll be some other new stuff we're working on. Yeah. You know, all the stuff that we mentioned with our sponsor. Yeah. We'll have that kind of stuff. <laughs> we'll be so, doing that kind of stuff. Maybe some beer koozies. Yeah. And things like that. So, um, yeah, that's about it. So, thanks you guys for listening to this episode, and we will see you in a week. I hope you guys all have your tickets for Batman versus Superman. We have ours. We do. We will be going Thursday night. So, we're going to spoil it for all you Friday and Saturday motherfuckers. Yeah. But we're not recording our episode till Sunday night. Oh, yeah, I so guess that's true. Everybody will be cool. we got to give our guest, Daniel Vargas, some time to get out and oh, see yeah, the that's movie. That's true. So, um, yeah, but thanks, you guys. And we're going to try this again and see if we can do this right. For Ian Maxwell, I'm Josh Custer. And for Josh Custer, I'm Ian Maxwell. And here to say, enjoy oh, your boils. I think it's sick. The whole thing I think it's sick. The whole thing I think it's sick.